You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sir, I just feel like I've learned so much about you today. So, I mean, I'm going to try my best. To communicate in your in your native tongue. Why does this um, always happen? I'm sorry, your accent's a little bit too thick. So, hek jenjek wihid jasumi inti titkelem maltese. This this true? Did you understand what I just said? Are you going to reply in it? Shut up. I, mean, I don't like you right well, now. Well, according to Facebook, you're from Malta. You also go to St. Ignatius College. Who does that? Why is that even happening right now? I don't know, but it's amazing and it's the greatest thing ever. No, it's not. Sarah <laughs> has somebody else on Facebook who is Sarah Extillan. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, uh, of course, you can listen live to Fun Employment Radio by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. And for only six ninety. A month. The first week is free. Oh my goodness. You get access not only to our live show, but all of the 24 hours of streaming content right here on the network, exclusive to this. Tune in. It is worth it. Mm-hmm. $6.99 a month. First yes. week's free. Yes. Yes. Thank you uh-huh. so much for everyone who does. <laughs> yes. Right, we so, really appreciate your support. So we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to be talking about today, but we do need to bring this up. So before we started the show, when we were doing our prep for the show, somehow we ended up looking up on Facebook. I, I, ty- I typed in Sarah X. Dillon and discovered that. There is another Sarah X. Dillon I cannot believe on a, Facebook. Exactly spelled like mine, exactly spaced like mine, exactly the same way, S-A-R-A-H-X-D-Y-L-A-N. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this person lives in Malta. Yes. And is a man. Yes. There is a man, a, a boy, he looks like he's probably about he 20. He's a boy. He looks um, very young. Who lives in Malta and who goes by the name Sarah X Dylan. Exactly spelled. So much so <laughs> that this person also, I mean, their Facebook name, even the Facebook.com slash Sarah.x.dylan.9. I wonder if there's a dot eight and dot seven. I wonder if there's other ones. Oh, out there. God. Um, and so much so that they went on some site called um, Ask.fm. Where it's like one of those like Ask Me Anything kind of sites where it's just like, oh, and their name on that site is actually, I don't know if that's on their site or if they were using like my Twitter handle or whatever. It says at Sarah Dillon. They're using your Twitter handle on there. Oh, my God. And they're posting questions now. Granted, it's in Maltese, I'm presuming. So I can't necessarily understand exactly what they're saying. But this person is posing as you and asking questions. I don't understand. Posing as another Sarah X. Dillon. I don't understand, like, why a man is using my exact name. Like, that's (laughs) that is not a coincidence. Uh, no, no, that it is, is not, not a, coincidence. a coincidence. This is a this is this has been my name for um, the the Sarah X. Dillon has I've been using for about twelve years now. Yes, like this is not. No, this no. is somebody who who on purpose did this. Now I'm trying to see if I can translate the website so I can see what it is that you're actually telling people. Oh God, when you're out there, um, I'm going to see if I can figure that out. No, uh, but uh, yes, it is it is pretty amazing. I don't understand why this person would do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't like, know. Is their name really Sarah X. Dillon and they're a man that lives in Malta? Well, I don't think so, particularly because on the Ask.fm thing, it says Sarah X. Dillon at Sarah X. Dillon. Like, they're using your Twitter handle What on there. the hell? I don't know. 
I don't know, but I'm. That's why I'm saying I'm finding out all kinds of things oh, about this you. This happened to me on uh, on the Space a long time ago when somebody pretended to be me uh, and they used all my pictures and everything. So this person isn't using my pi- my pictures; they're using my name. Yeah, they're using your name. But the MySpace person used all my pictures and they uh, were like flirting with people online and calling them <laughs> sexy and stuff, and then talking about how much they uh, only listen to country music. It was the weirdest thing. Wow. Well, let me tell you a little bit about yourself. Oh so, God, you weren't able to translate it, were you? Um, well, I'm. I'm looking at it right now. I haven't been able to translate everything yet, but I can tell you, you post a lot of pictures with some other young girl. So apparently this is your girlfriend, I'm going to assume, oh that you were hanging God. out with. And you guys post a lot of pictures on your... You also post um, uh, cute memes that say, before I met you, I never knew what, is it, what it was like to be able to look at someone and smile for no reason. These oh are the kinds of things you God. post. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I'm not a oh morning... Oh God, this Sarah X Dylan in Malta... Also uh, is a big fan of Three Doors Down and has posted several <laughs> videos, including Here Without You. Oh, my God. You also post something that shows a guy, half-naked guy leaning over a girl. I'm not a morning person, but if I woke up every morning next to you, I would be. Oh, my God. Sarah X. Dillon said that right on Facebook. It says oh, right here. come on. It says right here. This is what you said. I mean, it's very clear. I really don't see why you've been posing as this uh, Maltese boy. I don't quite understand it. That's just Sarah, creepy. Love doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be true. Thank you for sharing those words of wisdom on your Facebook page. Yeah, it also says, being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while li- loving someone deeply gives you courage. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This person's so not only very, using my name, is a man, and living in Malta. They're a douchebag, is what they are. Well, I'm just saying, this is this is what you've been posting. This is how you're being represented Love is what, Facebook. This is all they write. Love is when you look into someone's eyes and see everything you need. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I've got a picture of uh, Sarah X. Dillon here. I'm going to go ahead oh and post this God. into the uh, live. Chat. They're new to Facebook, too. I'm looking at this right now. Sarah X. Jill, uh, Dylan joined Facebook on November 10th, 2013. Wow. So they just picked your name very, very recently. I mean, very recently. This, the thing is, okay, in all honesty, yeah, this person has to know. I mean, obviously, it's a guy. How did he come across your name I have to use no your idea. name on here as Sarah X. Dylan? Like, is he a fan of the show? Or if, if you're listening from Malta, uh, please let us know. You know, if you are if you are in fact posing as Sarah X Dillon online, kind of as a man, as a man, um, is he like maybe he's a super fan of yours? Maybe this is like I don't like, think so. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at things that he likes and everything. All it seems to that he seems to like is his girlfriend and really shitty memes talking about love. Well, that's pretty much it. I don't know. I mean, the guy. This has is creepy. To have, like seeing someone using Sarah X Dillon completed level two uh, forty two on Buggle. Yeah. Sarah X. Dillon added St. Ignatius College to his timeline. Uh, Tony is in the chat asking, how does Facebook let two users with the same name? Well, his actual account is Sarah.x.dillon.9. So it is different than yours, which I think is like Sarah Dillon or Sarah X. Dillon or something without the dots. So technically... It's not your same page, but it is your same name. It is exactly my oddly specific same name. And this person obviously knows who you are because they must have Googled you at some point. They must know that you don't randomly come up with the name Sarah X. Dillon, especially when you're a dude. This guy, I think, is like a super fan of yours. I think you may have... I don't think so. He's like prepubescent, and he lives in Malta. I think you've got... And he writes... How could he possibly be a fan of me if all of the meme things that he's writing are exactly something that I would not write? Well, that doesn't matter, though. He's like the anti-me. He is like the opposite of me in every single way. I don't know. I think that this person is obviously obsessed with you in some way. I, I just think maybe he liked the name. But why would you But then maybe... But I mean, you can clearly tell that I'm a woman. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, I would think. I would think. So I'm just saying you've, you've got somebody out there who is obviously a big fan of yours. I think you should maybe speak to him right now. If he were listening right now, if, if this, this Maltese Sarah X Dillon were listening right now, what would you say to him? You're creepy. Don't use my name. I hate you. Okay. Wow. That's not, that's not really uh, trying, to, trying to work it in there. I mean, no, I don't want to be friends aggressive. with him. I don't want to be friends with him at all. Well, now you're kind of encouraging him, though. You don't want to... If this guy's like a super fan stalkery type... He's not a super fan stalkery type. All he cares about... The only person he's a super fan of is his weird girlfriend that... He, all the pictures are of them like licking each other's faces all right, and I, writing stupid love things back and forth to each I, other. I just sent him a friend request. What? I just friended him. Yeah. I want to see what happens. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying it was. It's just a little unnerving that they're doing an ask. Like they're doing websites and at Sarah X Dylan. <laughs> like they're signing up for things with my specific name. Yeah. That I have used for uh, you know in the public eye for quite a long time. Yeah. Well, I want to see if uh, if this person is using your name for anything else. Let's type in Sarah X Dylan Malta. And see what. Oh boy. What? Oh, you've been to. You're a fan of the Caribbean Club Malta. Did you know that? Oh, that Sarah Dillon is a fan of that? You're also, uh, let's see what else you've been, wow, you've been commenting. You've been commenting. What do you mean things. I've been commenting? Well, let's see here. You, it's, it's in Maltese, so I don't know what you're trying to tell people. Uh, you went to a, uh, you went to a Christmas Eve 2013 event at Caribbean Club Malta. I don't know if you knew that, Sarah Dillon. Wow, I did. To see Dr. Electrolove live. Wow. Yeah, when you were there. How so. lucky for me. Yeah, that was neat that you were at that. That was pretty exciting. Yeah. It was a real good time. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what's unnerving is when I look up Sarah X Dillon Malta, the first thing that comes up is Sarah X Dillon meme. (laughs) There's a meme for that? Uh, No, it's a Sarah X Dillon meme. Yeah, that happens. That happens sometimes. Oh, boy. Um, You also did something. uh, You did something for Friday the 13th. uh, TGIF Friday the 13th uh, event. Um, You did. Let's see. What else have you been up to? Okay. You've really been up to uh, quite a few things. Okay. All right. You... uh, (laughs) Oh, great. No, there's a Sarah oh, X Dillon. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. God damn it. I think I think you should actually get a hold of this person. I think you should write them. Maybe we can interview them. Maybe I could interview Sarah I don't X want Dillon. to interview them because I think this guy's a little delusional. Sarah on Sarah. Yes. No. A square off. We could get them up on Skype. We could make this happen. Oh, I think I think that you should. I think you no, should I don't it. want to do this. I think you should embrace embrace the fact that this person's a fan. They also went to Club Anonymous. TGIF. They are not a fan. I think they found my name randomly online. And he's just like, oh, that looks like a sturdy masculine name. This is what I'm going to call myself on Facebook. <laughs> well, it does have something in parentheses next to his name. It says Zir, Zirha X Gagas. Does that mean? Well, the Sarah. It's Sarah X, and I'm not sure what Gagas is translated in uh, in Maltese, but. That's that's he's Sarah X. He's going by that name. Hmm. Gagas Maltese. Let's see. Um, yeah, I don't know how I can figure that out. Maybe he's confusing you with Lady Gaga in some way. <laughs> I don't know. Sarah X Gaga. Um, but yeah, now I, there's a Sarah is... X Dillon in Beaverton. Sarah X Dillon in Boring. Sarah X Janky. <laughs> wow, look at you. You're all over the place. Right yes, now. apparently so. A whole whole group of people named Sarah. I thought X it was Dillon. all going to end with that uh, with that aspiring actress. Remember who wrote me on Twitter that one time, and she's like, "I don't know who the hell you are, but I'm 20 years old and I've been acting for two months." Oh yeah, that I'm was Sarah, Sarah X, X something yeah. else. Yeah, she wasn't Sarah X Dylan, was she? She was some Sarah X something. Yeah, but she was mad that I had like uh, she was the mad. middle initial. She X. was, yeah. Well, I'm just saying uh, this is quite interesting. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> learning some things about you. I mean, maybe you can use this to your advantage. You know, if you get this guy on board, maybe you get you can go stay with Sarah X Dylan in Malta. 
and the two of you can go out and be best friends forever. I don't want to be best friends forever with the with the Sarah X, the male Sarah X still in Malta. Well, that's, I'm just it's saying, too late for that. <laughs> I'm sure he's a very nice young man. I'm really not saying that we have a lot in common, considering I am not completely obsessed with his girlfriend and posting memes and or Matchbox 20 songs about her all the time. Or maybe maybe you have a secret uh, personality where this is something that you've been... Um... Have I been doing this in my sleep? Have I just been like making up this uh, this alternate personality? Yeah. You know what? If I was going to make up an alternate personality, I'm just going to show my stupid right now. I would at least pick a place where I knew where the fuck it was. I don't <laughs> even know where Malta is. Malta is near Italy. It is in the... Um... Is that the where they like invented like malted milk balls and stuff? Yes, that's exactly it. They invented malted milk balls. And that's what they're that's what they're famous for. Okay. Yes, that is exactly what they're famous mm-hmm. for. So what I'm saying is, if I had made this up, I would at least pick a place where I knew it existed. <laughs> um, okay, I, I will see if I can get the uh, the web page. All right. Well, thanks for piling you. on because I wasn't oh, like not only now is this stressing me out, I wasn't stressed out enough about tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow, in fact, Sarah will may or may not be here because in the morning, she is going to be going to jury duty out in one of the most one of the most interesting sections of town here. And by interesting, you mean dangerous. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so you are going to be doing jury duty out in East Multnomah County, which I know for people who don't know Portland, that's not going to make much sense, but East Multnomah County is... What, would, what area of town would that be comparable to in like, a, in like New York City? I, I don't know in New okay. York. I mean, nothing's going to be as bad as New York. Yeah, like The yeah. bad section of New York isn't going to compare to So it's this. just, it's basically the bad section of town. It's a bad section of Portland. Yes. Um, and you're pretty much by the city of Gresham, which actually there was a report that came out about the state crime list of where you're going to be going. And oh, uh, John Boring posted this. So the city of Gresham, shockingly, had the highest crime rate of any city in Oregon last year. So Gresham's on the eastern edge of Portland. That's it's just great. technically East Multnomah County. And so that is, uh, that is where... Where it is? Wow. Okay. So, um, what do you mean? Wow. Well, I'm taking a look at what are the what different things. So they had higher. Uh, they they look at violent. Everybody crime in the chat is now named Sarah Stillman. <laughs> <laughs> at least like fifty percent of people. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of you out there. There oh, are a man. lot of you out there. Oh God. So Gresham came in just three spots below L.A. and uh, was higher than other big cities like Seattle, San Diego, New York, and Portland. Gresham had more crime than New York. It was ranked higher than New York. Okay, I was wrong. Are you kidding me? That's a, according to this according to this list that came out uh, from the Congressional Quarterly, or it's a publication formerly known as that CQ Press. They ranked um, Gresham higher than New York City for crime rate, and that, that is, is where you're going true. to be going. That is not true. Well, it's probably a per capita type of thing. Oh my god, per capita. You know, so you're going to be going out there, and you're going to be. As part of this jury duty thing. So you're showing up for jury duty at what time tomorrow? I have to be there. I'm looking at 8.30, I believe. 8.30. 8.30 in Gresham. As we've talked about before, when normal people uh, oh, out God. there are Reporting going to Reporting time and place. You were to report to the East County Courthouse, uh, just uh, just for full disclosure, 184th and Southeast Stark. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, this is amazing. How do I even get out there? Well, Do the roads Stark. even connect all the way out there? Yes, I think they do. I think they do connect out there. I think you, you will be okay. I don't want to drive through those rough and tumble neighborhoods, Yeah, I don't though. think you have to take a ferry. Doors locked, definitely. <laughs> Doors locked. You probably have to take a ferry, and then there's a helicopter Should flight I bring my to get pep- in there. <gasps> I can't bring my pet. Well, I guess I could leave it in the car. What? My pepper spray. Are you, no, you can't bring in a weapon into the courthouse. I'm not bringing you a weapon, but I'm saying like if I have to oh. defend myself, if people are jumping out of the bushes while I'm like driving okay, to, gra- to Rockwood. Okay, let's be clear. Do not bring any weapons into the I'm courthouse. I'm not going to bring any weapons to the courthouse. What I'm saying, though, is I do want to have a weapon like in my car. 
which is totally legal, right? Um, my legal pepper spray is all right. Yeah, to have in, in my the car. car, in the car, but you leave it in the car. Don't don't bring that into. I'm the I'm not going to bring it in. All right, You're so it gonna, says uh, reporting that. time and place. You are to report <sighs> to the East County Courthouse. At the above date, which is, let me make sure, is it really tomorrow? God damn it, it is tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow morning. The courthouse opens at 8 a.m. You must report by 8.30 a.m. You will receive further instructions on jury service at that time. All right, so obviously, let's say that you don't want to get picked for jury duty. So you're going to go there, you're going to go into the holding pen. You probably have to sign in or something like that, check in with it. Well, I never signed the eligibility thing, but it was only because I didn't get this, this piece of paper in my hand until like two days ago. Which is why I wasn't able to send it back in time. Right. I live in an apartment building where a lot of mail gets mixed up quite yes, a bit. Yes, absolutely. And so That's... I didn't actually know. So, I mean, out of the kindness of my heart, I came down even though it was last minute. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's that's what's going that's on. That's that. I'm honestly my employer's a little uh, frustrated with me because if I had had more notice, it, you know, I am it have been I am a, frustrated. With it you. wouldn't have been a problem. But since you know there was a kind of uh, downstairs mix up at the post office, mm-hmm. I only got this a couple days ago. Right. This, so, is be, I mean, this is your story? This is what you're going to This is totally it. This is totally yeah. it. Yeah. Are you going to start crying? Because it says, please complete and sign the enclosed eligibility form and mail it as soon as possible. Unfortunately, I couldn't because I just got it a couple days ago and then it was the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, like I didn't want it to be stuck in the mail because clearly the mail wasn't working when it was coming to my house. Okay. I think what you should do is do that. Maybe start crying just a little bit and then do your standard over-explaining, over-talking thing to the clerk at the at the courthouse. Okay. Because they're not going to like that. The courthouse clerks, they don't like chattiness. They don't like talking to people much longer than they need to. Oh, I can I can awkward talk to, you, to a wall. You should awkward talk. All right, so let's let's practice it. You're okay. walking in here. You've got your form. You're waiting in line and you come up to the to the to the desk and I'm the clerk. So I'm like, "Okay. okay. Yes, hi ma'am. What are you here for?" "Hi, I am I got this uh I pull up the letter. Uh-huh. I got this uh, letter. Oh wait, which one is it? Um, okay. Here is this. Is this one? This uh-huh. is all right. Jury summons by. All right. I got. Hi. Hi. My name's yes, hello. my name's Sarah Dillon. Okay. Um, I got this jury summons. I think uh, I'm supposed to be here today. I didn't okay. actually end up getting it until a few days ago. Okay. Well. So I didn't. Did I know you? that I was supposed to mail in something. However, I just received this in the mail. And uh, it's saying that I was supposed mm-hmm. to report here by 8.30 a.m. So I wanted to come out here because I didn't want to not show okay. up. All right. Can I take a look at this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you were supposed to have signed this before and sent it back in ahead of time. And mm. I see that you have not sent it in. I know. I'm so sorry. You know, I live in an apartment building and there's like a huge pile of mail that they leave. And turns out that this was overlooked and they weren't able to send it to me until a couple days ago. So I got your, this. Do you have your own mailbox at the... Um, I do not. No. Like usually You don't they, have your own mailbox. No, I mean, there are like mail slots... But uh, sometimes people, you know, since they're open, people will take mail that's not theirs. Or sometimes I think maybe the postal worker gets confused because there are a lot of people moving in and out of the building all the time. So, I mean, because you really can't keep people straight because usually they'll put like somebody's last name inside okay, of the box. Ma'am, but you were sometimes they move and then they don't change the last name and you still get pay- mail from other people who used to live in your excuse apartment. Excuse me. You were supposed to have sent that back in and signed that. Just so you know, you do have a legal obligation to do that. Regardless of when it was sent in, you said you got it two days ago. I didn't see it come in the mail in the last two days. I know it's in your hand and it's still unsigned. It is uh, it is it is not unsigned actually. I did sign it. I did sign it. Um I wasn't exactly sure about sign- all Ma'am, of these. You just told me you didn't sign it. Um well I haven't signed it yet because I wanted okay. to make sure I wanted to ask some clarifying questions before okay. I signed it to make sure everything was okay because I didn't know if I was supposed to sign it because I hadn't mailed it in and the you know it stipulated right. that you clearly had to mail it in okay. since I wasn't mailing it in okay. I was bringing okay. it Ma'am, in I wanted to show you. I'm going to ask you to please calm down. You are here for jury duty. You yes. need to sign the paperwork. Okay. You clearly have not signed it. I have not. I just wanted to make sure that everything's okay. 
I mean, will you show me exactly what I You need to go sit down over over there. Nope, you already messed up. You have to keep talking about, here's what you need to do. Keep bringing up something about your job, that you're missing time from work. Um, Here, you know what? Actually, I've I've got a list that I pulled up that are some different ways. Now, in theory, obviously, okay. we all want to perform our duty as uh, jurors. But if this is, this is for satirical purposes only, there is, a, there is a, an article that came out of how you possibly could get out of uh, jury duty. Okay. So I'm just going to read what they're saying. And uh, there's nine different ways is what they're saying here. We'll, we'll go through a couple of them. One of them is be an expert on the case at hand. Expert <gasps> in quotation marks. Oh, that is glorious. So... Even though you're not going to... So what's going to happen is you're going to walk in there. You don't know what the case is. Start asking about the cases. And then reference previous experience you have understanding certain cases. So start start pretending like... Should you, I name all of like the CSI shows that I watch? Yeah. Start listing them off. Listing them off, but do it in a serious manner. So what what uh, what shows do you watch? Um, I'm going to go with uh, CSI Miami. I could is take off when I talk to them. I could go like I could do the David Caruso and take off my sunglasses and be like, "She, you didn't think no. that Rockwood was ready for Sarah?" And I'll take off my sunglasses. No, but Sarah was ready for Rockwood, and then I'll go, "Yeah, yeah." You're gonna get arrested if you keep doing stuff like that. No, don't do that. But talk about <laughs> this is crime fighting music. Talk about how you're basically an attorney because you've watched so many of these shows. Okay. Like, I didn't go... All right, so I haven't, like, officially been to law school, but I really understand the law, and I feel like I could Ask about if... uh, Start asking immediately. So, how much evidence are we going to see today for the cases? Do we get to see the evidence now? Mm. Or is there somewhere we can go view it before we go in? Be very confused about the process. Okay. Ask if you can go see the evidence room. (laughs) Because you want to take a look at it beforehand, before you... And think... Assume that you're going to trial. Be like, okay, so is the media going to be allowed in here? Um, are they going to be taking pictures of us? Because I really, I just want to make sure that I'm... That, that shit is gold. Yeah, see, act like, oh act like you're going to some big Somebody legally trial. distinct from me thinks that's a great idea. Yes, so act like you're going to be going on to, on to some big giant trial. Like, pretend that's it. So ask to see the evidence first. Ask, okay, is the, is the uh, guilty party in here now? And just refer to them as the guilty party. As whoever's now, are they are they in the same section or are they stored somewhere else? Because I really don't want them. <gasps> are to Are they me. stored somewhere else? Yes. Oh my god! Ask, say things like that, um, and then yeah, and then then reference to the fact that start asking about when you're provided lunch. Be like, okay, so uh, we're provided lunch, right? And now, are we going to be staying in a hotel? Do you have a hotel set us? Are we se- sequestered? Because I'd like to make a few phone calls before you put us in there, and go along with those things. So. So then, also, so here's some other <laughs> some other suggestions from this um, from this article. Those those ones were my own, but the the, the other suggestions are uh, p- bring a whole bunch of your personal life into it. Talk about the different things that you've been through before. <gasps> I bring my own personal journeys into the trial. Mm-hmm. Like I I can say, <gasps> can I compare myself to the person on trial and be like, oh gosh, I remember when I you know committed my first armed robbery. It was just you no, know, don't real- do that. Oh. Don't don't reference to the fact that you committed armed robbery. <laughs> I don't think that would be a good one. Oh. I don't think that would be a good one. I mean, I haven't. I probably I wouldn't be able to talk the talk. Maybe you could say you had a cousin who did or something like that. Oh, my cousins are pretty good. I'm, I come from a pretty well, wholesome family. You were just ready to make up that you were involved in an armed robbery, but you're not willing to make up a fake cousin who was involved in an armed robbery. 
No, I can't throw my cousin under the bus, but I'm going to say that I did it. No. That's, no. I want something that's actually doable. I don't want anything that's going to get me or anybody else in trouble, most notably me. Don't reference armed robbery. Okay, I'm not going to. Don't do that. Uh, It's being suggested in the chat by Edward J. Nibbler. Uh, Cry a lot. You, You can be constantly ready to cry. We be constantly ready to cry. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> some of these are okay. Yeah, the responsibilities at work. That one. That one. You should be talking about that. Uh, and then, then it says here, if all else fails, pretend like you really, really want to be on the jury. Yes. Assume that you're already on the jury. Okay. Act like that. Like we were talking about before. Act like you're already there. Ask where the evidence room is. Ask if the guilty party is is in the room. Um, ask. I'm so know. excited to be serving my civic duty for the for the city of Portland, now, can Oregon. Can I speak to the judge before we go in? Can I speak to? the I'd judge? like to shake the judge. I'd, I'd like to um, shake his uh, his honor or her honor's hand. Yes. 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 Ask if you can have. Just also, I know it's flu season, and I use a lot of uh, antiseptic on my hands, so I'm not going to get them sick or anything. I mean, I'm, I've been really good at like trying to stay away from germs. Yeah. Ask if you can have a private uh, private session with the judge because you want to speak to the. <laughs> that judge. sounds like I want something <laughs> dirty with the judge. <laughs> We'll leave it at that. Leave it ambiguous. And yeah, T T X Dylan is actually saying uh, anything involving lying will not work for Sarah. She'll get nervous. It's true. I'm a shitty liar. <sighs> yeah, you are. I'm gonna get all like. But you know what? I can. I think that's what's going to be the easiest thing. Well, it's going to be the fine balance of being held in contempt of court and well, being. Am I over talking? Because that's what I do is I over explain and then I, like I try to be everybody's friend and then like sometimes they don't want to be friends with me See, and then it makes me want to be friends with them more and then they hate me. That's true. When people clearly don't want to talk to you, that's like a challenge to you to keep on mm-hmm. talking to them. You know, and just keep in mind that doesn't really work. If they don't want to talk to you, they just don't want to talk to you. There's no really explaining yourself into being their friend. But use that. Okay. Use that. Talk too much to the other jurors. Annoy the other jurors. I don't want to. I don't want to go out of my way to annoy people. That makes me uncomfortable. Well, just talk too much. Talk well, too much. Do that. Explain what's going on. Ask them about their life. What are you doing later today? What are you doing this? What did up? What did up? What did you do last night? Here's what I did last night. This is what I was up to. Blah blah blah. How was your Christmas? Oh, my Christmas was like this. I went up to Bremerton. Explain everything. Over-explain everything. Talk too much. Uh, pick up a magazine. Start talking about that. Explaining okay. the articles to someone. Reading the article to them. Do things like that. That right. just annoy the other jurors. So you, you have to go in there, pretend like you're already going to be on a jury, ask to see the judge, ask if the guilty party's in the room. That'll be a, that'll be a good one, actually. Ask that. And then ask, ask if you can see the evidence. And then ask about you know where, where the hotel is that you're going to be staying in. Because you've watched a lot of TV. You've yeah. seen this on television. I've seen this on TV. I know how it goes. Yeah. You, you already know everything. Mm-hmm. So you need to be kind of a know-it-all and telling other people right. what to do. Because you're a juror on a big high case, as far as you're you're concerned. Okay. You know, when you're walking in there, you're a big deal. I'm a big deal. Yeah, you're a big deal. You're going to be writing a book later about your experience here. So that's where that's the kind of mind frame you need to have. I'm looking at this. I'm looking where exactly is Rockwood. I am directly, directly in the heart of Rockwood. Rockwood is considered between, between 162nd and 202nd Avenues, between Gleason and, let's see, and... A division. I am smack diddly dab in the middle of Rockwood. Yeah. It does not get more smack dab than what I'm looking at right now. Yeah. Well, shit. Yep, there you are. What are you going to dress? How are you going to I don't dress? know. Because everyone was suggesting last week, and I heard from more than one person that I shouldn't wear my sequin dress because I'm going to look like a prostitute. And I don't want to look like a prostitute. So I'm thinking that I might go the exact opposite and not dress like dirty or anything, but I mean just dress unkempt. Unkempt, all right. Unkempt. So you're just going to wake up and roll down there? 
Yeah, I mean, well, I'm definitely not putting on any makeup, or, and I'll just wear like a hat and you know sweatshirt. I might even put on pull out the old jeans. I haven't worn jeans in, in a few years. I'm gonna maybe put on some jeans. Okay. And some boots. And uh, what are you gonna wear for a shirt? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like maybe a zip up hoodie of some kind. Yeah, zip up hoodie or your vulture shirt that you're wearing right this there. This vulture might... shirt's pretty sweet. Well, it's it's cool. Yes. It would, it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, I, this shirt that she is wearing, it makes it look like her arms are vultures and there's two beaks attacking her chest. Yes. That's kind of what the shirt looks it's like. It's kind of an awesome shirt. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to wear this out to Rockwood. Okay. I don't want to get blood stains on it. Pajamas. It's being suggested. Pajamas. I can't do that. Thing. I can't do that. No matter how hard I don't want to do jury do duty, I can't wear pajamas in public. What about sweats? No. Those no are sweats. pajamas. Okay, no sweats. No. What about, do you have like track pants that swish a lot? So that's kind of annoying. I don't. I got rid of all of those. Okay, well, that's kind of a that's kind of obnoxious. I get hot sleeping, so I don't have like lots of long pants. Sweat a lot. Make sure you're sweating a lot. Oh. What do you go in there? Wear like way too many clothes so you're just dripping sweat. Yeah, that's a good idea too. Well, I mean, I clearly can't be the only normalish person who's being called to jury duty in Rockwood, right? Um... Nah, I don't know. I've never been called there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know anyone who's ever been called there. I don't know anyone who's ever been called out to that that jury duty. Is it to, new to that or what I mean, is it? I have no idea. I have no idea. Quite honestly, I do not know. Um, oh, I was hoping that that was uh, the other Sarah Stone who accepted my friend request. It wasn't. No, that's dang it. too bad. Dang it! God, every time I look up Rockwood, it's like Rockwood Community Crime Info. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, you're going to be... This is like a life experience you're going to be having out there. Oh, somebody's suggesting, uh, yeah, that you wear your slorts, your slack cut-off shorts. It's too cold. It's going to be like 30-something degrees tomorrow. Well, then you can just wear a big coat over it. What, should I get a, an old star- Raiders starter jacket? <laughs> well, you'll fit in out there. You would definitely fit in if you were wearing an old Raiders starter jacket. That would that would probably work very well out there. Um, all right, well, say, see, I think I think the... I think the best way to do it is do that thing. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Uh, Rockwood slash Gresham has the highest crime rate of any city in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine what the other jurors are going to look like. This is exciting. So walk in there. Pretend like you already know what's going to happen. Act like a know-it-all about how the jury... Just assume you know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Well, here, I'm scared. I'm, I'm actually scared to it's, go out it's there. It's acting. I feel Just like a, a little sheltered kitten right now. Here's your character. Your character already knows what's going to happen. You know you're going to be writing a book about this someday because you've seen it all in the movies. You're going to be going on trial. Or you're not going on trial, but you're going to be going to the trial. It's probably going to last weeks. They need to put you up in a hotel. You need lunch taken care of. And you don't want the media in there taking pictures of you because that makes you nervous. Although after the trial, you do want to be able to talk to the media about it because that's when you're going to write your book. All right. So I'm looking at safety around the neighborhood and like directly. So they have it like pinpointed into sections. So where I'm going in 180, uh, 180th and Stark, it is so dark blue is where it's a safe neighborhood and white is where it's a very dangerous neighborhood. This map, it's white. That area that I'm going that's, to. Which means it's very dangerous. Which means it's very dangerous. <laughs> well, hope we see it at some point. All right. Well, I know you think this tomorrow. is funny, but I'm actually getting a little nervous. You're going to be, you'll be fine. Probably. I mean, statistically speaking, I guess according to that map, it's n- not very likely you'll be fine. But I mean, y- you got a good shot. You got a good shot. Just don't get shot. All right. Whoever's going by Sarah X. Dillon in the Lloyd District right now says, uh, I come on the max three days a week right through Rockwood. It's not that bad. Do you get off in Rockwood, though? Oh, gosh. Yeah. 
Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Everyone's confusing now because they're all my same name. <laughs> <laughs> and someone's also saying that there was a murder right in that area. Oh, well. last summer. So that's awesome. All right, that's a. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough and tumble ride that you're having on here. Um. You, by the way, do you want to know what uh, Sirx Dylan says on her Ask.fm page? No. One of the things, because I just translated one of them, says, yeah, I marginally have sex every day. You're saying this. This is what Sarah X. Dillon said on the uh, on Ask.fm in Maltese. So I'm just letting you know some of the things that you're putting out there. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. You uh, You really... In Malta, I'm quite the, quite the busy man. Yeah, it is. Someone asked, in English, what are the things you always take with you, Sarah X. Dillon? What are the things you always take with you? I can tell you what uh, your answer was. Cash mob. Cigs and cash mob. I don't know, but this translation works out. It sounds like you bring cigarettes and cash, I think, is what uh, what you do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Why are you looking? Is this like Torture Sarah Day? Oh, there's there's something triple uh, X. You like something triple X. Oh, God. Wow. You're kind of a... Kind of a little loosey goosey there out there on the uh, in great. Malta. So I'm going to be murdered in Rockwood, and my legacy is going to be that I am a slut that lives in Malta who's really a man. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, you could try to Yay pull up me. that website and say that you're going to be you have to leave because you're going to Malta. Like, look, see here it is. Here's evidence. I'm in. I live in Malta. Sorry, still ask me anything. I'm pretty close to posting that Sarah still in on my Facebook page. I posted it on there. You posted it on your. I, I oh yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. <laughs> well, all right. I have to say, this is uh, this is fantastic. Now, no, I'm so glad for you. Now, well, when <laughs> I hope that you can't find a co-host tomorrow while I'm sitting in there trying to duck bullets. Oh my god. I already have a co-host coming in, and actually, maybe a couple of co-hosts coming in. So uh, tomorrow, oh, while Sarah's out there, um, I will be uh, I'll be holding down the fort here for Fun Employment Radio. We're going to start a little bit later than normal because I have an audition tomorrow. Is that so, why you have no hair? I had to go get a haircut, yes, for this. I, it's not that I have no hair. I can't see it because you've been wearing the hat. I've got hair. Oh, look at that. i got a good haircut. It's from That's her, a really good haircut. I actually my, like that one better than the last one. my personal stylist, Lisa Mendoza. Yeah, she kept it a little longer on the top. Yeah. No, she does a great job. No, she does an excellent job. Lisa Mendoza. She's amazing. Yep, she does my hair as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there we go. She's the personal stylist. If you'd like information, yeah, shoot me, a, shoot me a message. Indeed. Yeah, so I, I have that tomorrow. Should I just like not, just really quick, just so we can wrap this up, to, so we can put a pin in this. Okay. Because I don't want to talk about this anymore until All right. tomorrow. Oh, uh, uh. So should I just dress kind of scruffy? Like I don't really give a shit. Dress scruffy, but ass. But act- not dirty, but just like kind of like, oh, this is. Act like you know what's going on. I know what's going on. <gasps> Does anyone have like a CSI shirt I could borrow or anything? That would be amazing. That would be pretty funny. That would be pretty funny. You could make one. Make your own homemade one. Homemade CSI shirt. God. Like I said, be a know-it-all. This is getting confusing. Now everyone has my name in the chat, and I feel like I'm having some sort of mental breakdown. Uh, yes, Sarah X. Dunn in the chat is asking <laughs> what time tomorrow. I'm probably going live about one fifteen. So just a little bit later than normal. Yeah. Not too much later, but uh, it depends on how long the audition is. So All right. And I might be back. And Sarah might be back. Or she may be out in Gresham serving on the trial of a lifetime where you're going to be getting ready to write your book. 
your experience. This is all going to be part of the experience. When you well, I'm bringing a notebook and I'm taking notes the entire time. Please do. Oh, yeah. What else am I supposed to be doing? No, this is exactly what you should be doing. <laughs> and please be posting a picture tomorrow, too, of what you're going to wear when you're going out there. I think when, as it gets later on in the day, I'm going to write uh, on my social networking sites and ask what people, if anyone has any recommendations. No, you shouldn't do that. Yes, don't I do should. That. Why? No, because you don't want to post something like that. I'm not going to put it on like my public Twitter account or anything. I'm going to do it on the, you know, on like the Facebook or something and just see if right. anyone no, has that's, any advice. Because that's completely private. Nobody else could ever get on there. No, never. Sarah's still in Malta. I don't, I'm not going to say like, how can I get out of it? I'm going to say, does anyone have any recommendations on what kind of outfit might make you less of a potential to be picked for a jury? Okay. That's all I'm saying. All right. It's nothing illegal. Well, it's fine. Sure. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, should we do a little bit of ball talk, Sarah? This is not funny. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This is amazing. Amazing. No, I'm not going to take notes during the thing, but I want to take notes like while I'm in the waiting room. And ask them. Ask them how many notes you could take because you want to write a book. <gasps> Greg, that is such a good idea. Yep. Like I said, be a know-it-all. Be, they, they're not going to want you to I'm going to have to have a lot of coffee if I'm going to try to be that sassy. Do it. Get up at 5 in the morning, drink a lot of coffee, be sweating. Get a good sweat going. Go running right before you go in there. Don't shower. Oh, God. Full of good advice. Okay. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. It is a uh, potpourri of balls. A little little smattering of them today. And uh, first up, we've got this. Of course, the national championship for college football was yesterday. The last BCS championship next year is when the four-team playoff starts. But uh, this game, it was it was pretty good. Mm. Florida State beat Auburn yesterday. Wait, that's not who you said was going to win. I'm pretty sure I said Florida State. Was no, gonna win. I'm pretty sure I remember you saying Auburn. I oh, Greg, you ruined it for everybody. I don't recall saying that. I'm pretty sure I said Florida State was going to win. I mean, if only there were a way we could go back and check. Unfortunately, there isn't. So, uh, Florida State, Florida State won just as I predicted. If you could turn back time, Greg Dibbler. Except for the last 30 seconds. You'd be so, right. <laughs> minus the last 30 seconds, Auburn did win. Um, all right, so Florida State uh, did did beat uh, Auburn yesterday for the national championship, so good for them. Get used to hearing the name Jameis Winston a lot. Jameis Winston is now <laughs> going to be the new Johnny Football. Jameis sounds like anus. Yeah, it does. His, nickname's, his nickname is Famous Jameis. Ooh. Famous Jameis. So Jameis Winston, you're going to hear his name a lot. He doesn't have quite the catchy nickname as uh, as Johnny Football does, but you will see his name all over the place because he's the first freshman to freshman quarterback to win the Heisman and a national championship all in the same year as his freshman year. So cool, it's a big deal. Jameis Winston, blah blah blah. Good for Florida State. It's football almost over. College football's done. Yes, you have three more weeks or four more weeks of NFL. Okay, but there's going to be progressively less and less teams. So this weekend is is another round of playoffs, and there's conference championships, and there's a two week or a one week break, and then the Super Bowl. Okay. Yes. Or the Bowl Bowl Day Super. Oh yes. We can't really say the name. The, the Bowl Day Super. That's what you're going to call yes. it. Yes. Okay. Plata Bolo. <laughs> I'm sure that's how that works. All right. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Plato is the plate. The super plate. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. call it the super plate. I, ca- I called that's it uh, su- Supremo. Supremo blo- Bolo. There we go. I don't know. Say it in Maltese. I want to know what that sounds oh, like. Oh, that's funny. Um, 
Moving on to Ball Talk. So we've got uh, a couple of other things that are going on. So this is kind of a crazy story that happened. And this uh, occurred with an MMA fighter from New Mexico. And I will uh, preface this by saying uh, someone's the dead after this. But here's what happened. So he's this guy is a 27-year-old lightweight MMA fighter by the name of Joe Torres. And uh, apparently on New Year's Eve, he had an altercation with some gentlemen at a party. But they left. Nothing happened. Uh, supposedly nothing happened at the party. Everybody kind of went their own ways. But there was kind of an, an argument at least of sorts. On New Year's Day, Joe Torres was hanging out with his girlfriend or wife uh, along with along with a child at their house. Just hanging out. Okay. When four men showed up to the house and started trying to break in. So they're trying to break into this guy's house to get at him. Whatever it was, they were pissed off at him the next day over it. And they were trying to break into the house, at which point Joe Torres decided to take matters into his own hands. And so these guys are bashing in his door, getting into his house. At uh, that point, something happened. And by the time the cops arrived, so apparently he, he told his, uh, his fiance to, uh, to call the police. And by the time the cops arrived, there was... One man suffering from multiple stab wounds to the torso and blunt force trauma to the head. He ended up dying at the scene. There was another guy with severe facial injuries, and there were two other guys that ran away. Whoa. So this guy basically beat the crap out of these people. Yeah, and, don't well, fuck well, with well, him, yeah, apparently. He, he killed one of them. Um, but he was being attacked, and they were breaking into his house. So quite honestly, if that's, if that's exactly what happened, don't break into somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Especially an MMA fighter. Um, and so uh, they did a- end up apprehending the two other men. They were arrested a short time later. All three of the men who survived are going to face a slew of charges. Aggravated battery, conspiracy to commit aggra- aggravated battery, uh, criminal damage to property, a whole bunch of different charges that they're going to face. And as of now, he is not facing any charges for the death of one of the home invaders. I know they say if somebody invades your home, that there are chances that, you know, it's like 50-50 that they could take your weapon from you. But I am stacked I'm I'm always ready if someone like breaks into my apartment. I what do you my- mean? You have weapons? Yeah, you're I have them armed? all next to my bed. You're armed in your apartment? Well, I mean, I'm not armed. I don't have a gun, but I have a bat and I have a knife and I have my pepper spray. Hmm. I go for the pepper spray first. You know, if you spray that pepper spray in your tiny little enclosed apartment, spray it right in the eyeball, and then I hold my breath close by as I run out the door. Yeah, because that's going to hit you too. You know how that works, right? Yeah, you're gonna get some of the blowback. Maybe on I'll that. bat them first and then stab them. Well, don't fight Sarah either. Um, all right, so there we go. Moving on in ball talk. Uh, as I said, it's a potpourri of balls, little, little smattering of them. And we've got this uh, in the NBA news. I'll just say this briefly: the Cleveland Cavaliers have traded Andrew Bynum. Oh, really? Traded him to the Chicago Bulls for Luol Dang, which is actually a big score. I don't know why Chicago would do that. Luol Dang's uh, he's a former All-Star, but he's pretty damn good, and Andrew Bynum's kind of a big blob right now. I don't really understand why they would trade that, but the the Bulls do also get a 2014 first-round pick from the Sacramento Kings, and two of the Blazers' uh, second-round picks that apparently the Cavs had control of. So, um, that is what happened. Andrew Bynum no longer with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right. Of course, there was the allegation that he slept with the assistant coach's wife. Mm, I'm <laughs> I'm surprised he was traded away. Yes, indeed. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Now this Kobe Bryant. I'm going to try to explain this, but this is confusing. So Kobe Bryant came onto Twitter last year for the first time and went on there. You know, he's been kind of using it fairly regularly for a while, but. 
now he's doing something different, and it's apparently starting today. This is his system. So okay. he deleted all his followers. He got rid of them all. He wiped his account. So his follower account has been reset to zero. And he's going to allow five people to follow him. So he unfollowed everyone. I'm, I'm wait, so he deleted all wait of his minute, followers. Wait, no, let me, let me, I'm sorry, because this is confusing. I'm trying to, like, put it into words that will uh, make sense. Let me, let me make sure I'm understanding that, that. I think he deleted everyone that he was following. That's what it was. So he's now following no one. Yes, that is correct. So he didn't delete his followers. He deleted who he was following. And the system works like this. He will pick the first five that he's going to follow today. He's already picked four of them. Okay. He's handpicking them. And then each of those people will direct message him who he should follow next. Huh. So, and then they will have the next five. And then they will do that the next week. So he's doing it from these people who have to direct message him who to follow next. And he'll follow that person. And that person says who to follow next. And so on and so forth. Until he reaches 500. And then he's going to wipe it again and start all over. Interesting. I guess. It seems I mean, that's very weird. Confusing. It seems... Very confusing. I don't quite understand what it is. But that is what he's doing, so... Well, it's some kind of viral marketing thing. That's probably... That's a PR person stunt like clearly he was told yeah to do it's that's it just well anyway that's what he's doing and he's using the hashtag keep it fresh keep it fresh Kobe right okay Kobe by the way Kobe is never actually <laughs> looking at these whoever handles this PR is looking at those so if you do happen to be one of the flowers he is never going to see you he's never even going to see your name but if you do get picked as a follower this is totally like some Willy Wonka shit yeah. you could totally uh, have him follow fun on radio yes mm-hmm. I'll follow him right now well, I pulled it down. I'll, I will do that. I will follow Kobe Bryant on behalf of the show. We will follow <laughs> Kobe Bryant. There we go. Fun and pretty of following him. All right. Moving on to ball talk. Potpourri smattering of balls. I think we'll just go straight to this one. And so this is something I'm going to play. And it's, it's getting so much in the news now. It's getting so much attention. I have to talk about this. Dennis Rodman. Of course, over in North Korea right now. With his team of former NBA players. God, he's such an idiot. To play basketball against a North Korean all-star team. In honor of his friend, Kim Jong-un. This is Dennis Rodman saying that his friend, Kim Jong-un. Now, there's an American that is... uh, Before I play this, just to preface this so you make sure everybody understands. There is an American by the name of Kenneth Bay who's been taken by North Korea. Mm -hmm. He's been in one of the prison camps for a number of months, if not over a year at this point. And they're refusing to let him go. They have him out there doing pretty much hard labor. He's got a bunch of health problems. And, of course, Americans would like him to be let go. They're accusing him of trying to undermine the state or something along those lines. I think he was he was distributing uh, Christian paraphernalia, mm-hmm. like Bibles or something. Okay. Something along those lines. And Dennis Rodman actually did a via satellite interview with CNN. And I, su- I suggest watching this video yourself, too, just to see the reactions of the other basketball players who are sitting around him and behind him as he went on with this. Now, I'm going to play the interview. It's about a minute long, and they, they kind of splice it up a little bit to play different parts of it. Tell me if he sounds sane in this. Okay. All right. So here it is. This is Dennis Rodman's interview, in theory, of course, because my computer probably won't allow me to do it. Why would it? That's just crazy. That would be, that'd be absolutely insane for, for my computer to to work. By the way, you can go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link if you'd like to find <laughs> me a computer. 
we're pulling this up. We're pulling it up. So it's this happening. Is, this is uh, Dennis Rodman. So this is a live interview that they did on CNN, where he is explaining and defending his trip over there. If you understand what Kid and Bay did, yeah. Do you understand what he did? What did he do? You in tell this me. Country. You tell me. What did he do? And, and no, 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 no. You tell me. You tell me. Why is he held captive? They haven't released any country. charges. They haven't Why? released. They haven't released any oh, reason. Got ten guys. All these guys here. Do anyone understand that? We do, and we appreciate Christmas. that, and we wish them well with cultural exchange. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. No, I don't give a I'm gonna rass ass what the hell you think. I'm sending you. Look at these guys here. Look at them. One day, this door's gonna open because these 10 guys here. We've said numerous times that we're not here for any political this is, uh, Charles uh, Smith, aspects. We're not here to talk politics. So outside of that, any questions that come back through that is baiting to get us into politics. Okay, that was Charles Smith trying to defend Dennis Rodman there on that. Did that, any of that make no, sense? No, nothing. none of it made sense. That what is, is wrong with him? It's Who was he defending? I'm getting really confused by that. He was defending what they're doing over there, which is playing the basketball game, and then he was also... Alluding to the fact that Kenneth Bay, the American, did something to deserve to be over there was what wow. my understanding was. What my understanding was of that. Here, do you want to hear it one more time? Just, uh, just part of yeah, it. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you understand what Kid and Bay did, yeah. Do you understand what he did? What did he do? You in tell this me. Country. You tell me. What did he do? And, and no, 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 no. You tell me. You tell me. Why is he held captive? They haven't released any country. charges. They haven't why? released. They haven't released oh any reason. Got ten guys. All these guys here. Do anyone understand that? We do, and we appreciate Christmas. that, and we wish them yeah, well with so cultural like, exchange. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. No, I don't give a what the, I'm going to rass ass what the hell you think. I'm saying to you, look at these guys here. Look at them. Yep. See, that part during the video, this is why I suggest watching it. The other basketball players in the back, you can kind of see their faces like, oh, shit, what have we gotten into? Oh, my God, what were what they we even thinking? Here? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he but just, sounds just like a very faces, angry drunk person. I think person. it might be Kenny Anderson in the back. I, I'm not sure. Kenny Anderson. One day. Yeah, anyway, there's a few different uh, basketball players back there. They're all, they all start looking around like very uncomfortably. That's terrifying. Very uncomfortably. And by the way, he's smoking a cigar the entire time he's doing this. Oh, he's got my a cigar God. So Dennis Rodman in the news. You know, I think somebody mentioned this in the chat yesterday. Like, I feel very bad for the North Korean team if our team beats their all-stars. That's probably not going to end very well for them. I don't know how that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. If it was anywhere else, it wouldn't be a problem a there. Crazy, crazy man. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That guy is not even funny crazy. Just crazy crazy. He's bad shit. No. He, he is There's, bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You know what else makes me uncomfortable? What? Thinking about tomorrow. Fuck. <laughs> As I keep looking at it, I just look to my right. Sarah X. Dylan in boring notes. When did uh, Dennis Robin become Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I don't want to be a world of crazy story, Greg. <laughs> Jur and Gresham. 
No, God, shut up. It isn't in Gresham, though. It actually is in the area of Rockwood. East Multnomah County. Oh, my God. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. First up, this is something that uh, many of you have sent me. And this is something that happened yesterday. And it has to do with a man by the name of... Michael Bay. Now, we all know who Michael Bay is. Of course, he makes uh, all kinds of movies with big explosions and... Transformers. And very uh, interesting plots. But yes, director Michael Bay, behind the Hollywood blockbusters such as Transformers and The Rock, showed up as a surprise guest yesterday during a Samsung presentation at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, which you've actually been to a few times before. Yes. It's a lot of fun. It's a big deal down there. Yeah. It's the biggest trade show in the world, or at least it was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know it still is. Well, Michael Bay was picked to be the special... He was this honored guest, and he was picked to be a spokesperson for this. And as he got on stage, he was going to be reading from a teleprompter to be talking to him about like you know about his movies and how he shapes them and like what he does with them and how like Samsung's new product is going to be able to help movie making and such. So Michael Bay... And gets up there, this multi-billion dollar like, movie director gets up there, and his teleprompter goes out. And what happens next is a thing of glory. So if you've ever want to see, uh, wanted to see what Michael Bay would look like without explosions or a plot or anything to talk about, actually somebody was taping this on Michael Bay on stage, losing his shit when his teleprompter <laughs> goes out yesterday at the Consumer Electronics Show. So here it is. Greg, my computer's pulling a U. What the uh, of fuck? Of course. Of course. That's what happens. What is That's wrong what happens, with Sarah. this? Is it not pulling up? No, of course not, because I've had it buffered and I've been waiting for, you know, well, a good half exactly hour. that's exactly how it works. It's pull- your computer is pulling a Michael Bay on Why would my... <laughs> <laughs> is Michael Bay controlling my computer like he's not letting anyone play I think this? that's what we should call anytime, anytime one of these things uh, fails. We'll just call it Michael Bay. Um, how, how do you come up with those unbelievable ideas? Um, I create visual worlds that are so beyond every, everyone's normal life experiences. And this Hollywood is Michael Bay. is a place that creates uh, a viewer escape. And um, what I try to do is, I, as a director, I try to... Uh, the type is all off, sorry, but I'll just wing this. Tell us what you think. Yeah, we'll, just, we'll, we'll wing it right now. Um, I, take, I try to take people on an emotional ride. And um, the curve? How does it? Uh, how do you think it's going to impact uh, how viewers experience your movies? Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let's thank Michael Bay for joining us. <laughs> so he walks off stage without saying anything, freezes, and basically freaks the fuck out. Here's the thing about those presentations there. I mean, it's like the big unveiling. This is a huge... That's a huge responsibility, huge, isn't it? Like a big thing. Lots of money. Millions of dollars are put into like this press conference right here because it's what, what's going to announce their new product, like mm. Samsung's new product. They probably paid Michael Bay a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure. To come out there and be the surprise guest. And that, I feel bad for that announcer because that guy's probably been whoever's running the. Oh, press he's conference. probably been prepping for that for so long. For so long, and he's got Michael Bay there to do take some of the pressure off. And then he's like, "Uh, how do you recover? I want to see what happens after that. I want to find a video <laughs> of that to see how this this guy running the press conference like handled that." Because then he probably had to go. Well, through. he did say afterwards. So it says. Uh, so as soon as Michael Bay the, said he was going to wing it, 
the, oh, the presenter guy. Yeah, the presenter said. Yeah, something? no, no. So as soon as uh, so as soon as Michael Bay said he was going to wing it, he quickly stalled again, and an awkward hush fell over the room. Uh, so this guy who was speaking, his name was Stinzano. Uh, Stinziano. Uh, he tried to feed Michael Bay his lines, trying to get him to start talking, but he failed at ad libbing and ran off the stage, walking away with his head bowed. Uh, Stinziano said, uh, while he was continuing with the presentation, "Welcome to Vegas. It's a live show, folks." <laughs> so that's what he said. <laughs> that's good for him. That's the best way yes. to handle that. Uh, Michael Bay immediately. Uh, went to his website and acknowledged his lousy performance uh, on his blog saying, wow, I just imp- embarrassed myself at the Consumer Electronics Show. I guess live shows aren't my thing. Like, how hard is it to talk about what your job is? Well, you, you make movies. Movies, movies are what you make. Yeah, it's not that hard. The TV shows movies good. I make movies. I make movies explosions. Fun. Explosions go boom. Boom thing. Boom. Watch TV. Boom. Samsung. I'm out. There we go. That's all you had to do. <laughs> That's it. I bet he still got paid, though. Oh, he's Michael Bay, of course. Yeah. All right, next up we move to Florida with trees. And to the coast we go. We go to a little little town called Seaside, Oregon. Oh. Seaside, Oregon. A couple has been arrested in Seaside, Oregon. After they allegedly tipped a waitress with not money, but accidentally instead with an envelope full of meth. (laughs) With an envelope full of... With an, what? I don't. They accidentally tipped the waitress in Seaside, Oregon, with an envelope full of meth. Where? What restaurant was this? It was. It's actually a fancy one. I wrote the Twisted Fish in Seaside. The Twisted Fish. The Twisted Fish. I, okay. I believe that's a fancier one. Yeah, sounds like it would be. All right. So, uh, so these folks aren't from Seaside. They were just uh, vacationing there. Uh, so Ryan Benson, forty years young of Beaverton, and Erica Manley. 37 of Cascade Locks allegedly paid for their drinks at the Twisted Fish in Seaside. And when it came to tip, they tipped their waitress with not money, but an envelope filled with a crystal-like substance. The waitress then called Seaside Police after receiving, uh, after looking at it and noticing that it was probably drugs. And police did identify the substance as methamphetamine. <laughs> uh, the couple were still there when the police arrived. They also found a large amount of meth they in... tipped in meth and then stayed around and, and <laughs> yeah, hung out. They found a large amount of meth in Erica Manley's purse, along with more meth than other items used for making the drug in the couple's motel room and vehicle. Ryan Benson was arrested for possession and manufacturing of methamphetamine. Manley was arresting for, arrested for possessing, manufacturing, and delivering meth. The couple was taken to the Clatsop County Jail. You wonder how many times they got away with doing that, though. Because obviously that's probably not the first time they've tried to tip with meth. Who tips with meth? I, I don't know. Maybe they did think, hey, it's Seaside. Maybe, they, maybe they'll like it in Seaside. Maybe. Not that there's anything wrong with Seaside. It's maybe very lovely town. that's how it town. works in Rockwood. Oh, God. That's what I should... I don't even know where I could... I don't, this, I don't even know where you could find meth. My neighbors. I don't even know, like, the price range for meth. That's a good thing not to know. Yeah, that's true. That's, <laughs> I don't know how much. Is, if you did five dollars, I, I don't know. I don't know. From Seaside to Albany, Oregon. This is making Oregon. national news. A half-naked woman does the smash dance on a car windshield. I What's guess the, it's smash the smash dance? dance. Is that where you? I'm going to describe it to you. Okay. So a, a lovely young lady by the name of Victoria Don Lohman, 24 years young, is accused of doing a half naked dance on the windshield of a car as two terrified women sat trapped inside. <laughs> 
The unnamed victims pulled into a gas station in Albany, Oregon, uh, around 4.35 on January 4th when Loman, Victoria Dawn Loman, that is, first approached. Police say the two women in the car rolled up the windows and locked the doors because when they saw Loman, she looked creepy. Loman then dropped her pants and ran off, only to return and <laughs> wreak havoc her, on the vehicle. She pants and ran off. Yes. Okay. So she dropped her pants, ran away from the vehicle after the women had rolled up their windows and locked the doors. Uh, shortly thereafter, the woman, who was later identified as Victoria Don Loman, uh, returned to the vehicle and got on top of the hood where she jumped up and down as the two women inside were on the re- phone to report the incident to 911. So she was jumping on the hood. Then Loman jumped onto the we- windshield, caving it inward, oh. then jumped down and ran across I-5. Wow. She's alive. A state trooper was able to locate the pantsless Loman and brought her into custody without further incident. She was booked in Lynn County Jail and charged with first-degree criminal mischief, uh, second-degree disorderly conduct, two counts of recklessly endangering another person. Uh, Police also shockingly discovered a suspected controlled substance. What? In the pants that she left behind? Yeah, inside of Loman's pants. You know what? That sucks for them because of the... uh, Like, how are they going to claim that on insurance? Like, either way, they're going to have to pay for that windshield. I, I doubt that woman's going to pay up for that thing. Well, I mean, if they have proof of her jumping up and down on the windshield. Yeah, but you're still going to have to pay the deductible. Oh, my God. You're way too I'm Way too, too into insurance in right insurance now. By the way, thing. just so that everybody knows, if you do get rear-ended and it's not your fault, you can still have to pay for it. It's still your fault. Yeah, it's still if your it's fault. If it's not your fault, it's still your fault. Even if you did nothing wrong and you get rear-ended by someone else completely, completely not at fault, you still have to pay for it. So, I'm just putting that out there. That is possible. <laughs> Happened to someone I know. Yes, not not anybody who's sitting right there. Not somebody who's sitting right here and is still very mad about that. To Des Moines, Iowa, we fly from Albany, from Seaside, Oregon, to Albany, Oregon. Now, boo, across the way to Des Moines, Iowa. Police say an Iowa man has been arrested after he pulled a knife on his brother during a fight over peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> the Des Moines Register reports that Jerome Davis was arrested this past weekend after a confrontation with his brother in their Des Moines home. Now, both men are in their 50s, and they share a home together. Now, Jerome Davis's accuser told police that he was angry because he believed his brother was eating way too many peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> that cost about 20 cents to make. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Was so he mad that he was eating all of them, or he, he was he just was, having too many? He was having too many. So the brother allegedly made three... Huge peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and ate them in the living room and then made a fourth less than an hour later. Oh. A report said that the brothers began to argue about laziness and overeating. (laughs) Jerome Davis had enough and pulled out a knife and held it to his brother's face, demanding him to stop eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. (laughs) Well, Jerome is in trouble now and has been charged with domestic abuse with a weapon. Well, did he need to slow down on his... Maybe it's a Four special, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches is maybe, a lot of sandwiches. Maybe his New Year's resolution was to eat less peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and he was merely trying to help him out. Maybe he was trying to brother? get him to stop. Yeah, like scared straight type of program. All right, that's If that's you good. eat this sandwich, I will cut you. I mean, I would eat less if someone was threatening to cut me every time I did it. Saying maybe it's a new kind of a... Uh, that, do you want that to be like our new weight loss goals? Do you want me to threaten to like cut you a little bit every time you like go <laughs> no, for shame chips? Just a little bit. I'll just cut you a little bit. Just a little bit. How bad? Well, how many Doritos do I get for a little cut? And how big is the cut? You know that sounds awful. If you're even like contemplating letting someone cut you for a little bit, I mean it's a little cut, and I get like a half a bag. A little cut somewhere. I'll take a little cut for it. half a bag. I'll take a little cut for half a bag. Wow, that doesn't I mean, sound. Nacho like cheese Doritos are delicious. 
All right, and finally, of course, we can't have a world of crazy without Florida. <gasps> Greg, three of my favorite words, not place, words. Florida man? Yes, thank you. Why did that take so long? I don't know. I was thinking about it. A Florida man has been arrested after he allegedly flashed an Orlando Police Department, or OPD, department badge at an IHOP in an effort to get a free meal. When he didn't get the free meal, he then pulled down his pants to expose his buttocks to the workers. Wait, this is a pol- this is an actual police? No. Okay. He was posing as one. A Florida man has been arrested after he allegedly flashed an, uh, flashed an Orlando Police Department badge and an IHOP in an effort to get a free meal. Didn't Wasn't Florida also the place where the guy was using that at the strip club and getting free dances? It's always in Florida, Greg. Why are you even well, asking? For that, okay, that seems like a Florida thing, but the... Uh, like sibling fights over food, that seems to be more of a Midwest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I was in, yeah, in Iowa. Now, Florida, you pretend to be a cop again. Do cops actually get like a lot of free stuff in All Florida? right, well, let me tell you about this, Greg. So the Orlando, so he flashed the Orlando Police Department badge in, a, in an effort to get a free meal. That didn't work, so he pulled down his pants and exposed his buttocks to oh, the restaurant. I'll show him. So uh, actual police responded to the restaurant after being informed that a man by the name of Mike Skyta, or excuse me, Matt Skyta, had been coming to IHOP for the past few days showing his badge and saying that he was a police officer and trying to get free food. Did they give him free food? No, they didn't. So uh, <laughs> according, to, trying, huh? according to the right. arrest report, Matt Skyta was in the restaurant uh, about 1 a.m. this past weekend when a server asked him if he had money to pay for his meal that he'd already consumed. Uh, Skyda, when asked the question, when asked if he had money to pay for his meal, said, no, I'm a cop and I get my food for free, then pulled out uh, his Orlando <laughs> Police Department badge from his wallet. When he was informed that even though he was uh, allegedly a cop, he still had to pay for his food. Yeah, because when uh, you sign the paperwork to become a police officer, it says you get free food anywhere you want. Just show your badge. Uh, sure. The 55-year-old uh, told the server, I'm not going anywhere until you give me some more food. <laughs> The server began to walk away to call 911, but turned around to see Matt Skydo with his pants down, exposing himself, and yelling, Hey, buddy! <laughs> As he was being led out of IHOP by actual police, Matt Skydo kept yelling, I'm a, gr- I'm a Green Beret, I'm a Green Beret. Trying to switch up tactics. There. I guess so. Uh, outrank them a little bit, maybe. Yes, I, I suppose so. Uh, the Orlando Police Department badge was found in Matt Skyda's wallet. He was charged with impersonating a law enforcement officer, trespassing, and disorderly conduct. Word to the wise, my friends: even if you find a police badge, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will get free food at IHOP. And that's really crazy. See, uh, but now I gotta wonder though, does it work down there so much that people are clamoring to get their hands on a fake badge or a real badge? Greg, I think this is one of those things that people think that it works, which is why it never works. Yeah. Because people think that it works. So then there's like, oh, if I get this cop badge, I can totally get free right, food. That's how it works. People just hand you things. Yeah, because yeah. this is like, I guess, what's in their minds, like cops. Uh-huh. Well, because remember, like, you know, when you watch movies or anything, like cops always get like free coffee. So maybe in their minds, they've moved it to like free food. All right, but now what about since this isn't illegal? I can call myself a country PI, the country private investigator, and I have some cards made up. Will I get free things? No, because you're a private investigator. I'm not impersonating an officer. Yes, but it's a person of authority. Granted, I give myself the authority. But still, if I say, oh, yeah, it's okay. I'm a country private investigator. I'm going to go ahead and... Not pay for this burger. No, I don't think that. I think that'll do that because they'll have. If I've taught you anything in World of Crazy, it should be that doesn't work. Like, are you not listening? This does not work. I was just asking. All right. Well, it was a stupid question. I was just asking if it would work. Well, you probably shouldn't ask questions like that. Oh gosh, Greg, I'm super nervous for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Oh geez. Eight thirty a.m. Oh geez. Good old 
Portland, Oregon. All right. Well, if anyone's listening to this and has any advice for me this evening as I'm preparing to... Prepare your case. Bring in a lot of files, too. Head to Rockwood. Oh, God. So if anyone has any advice later that they want to email to me, just send it to Sarah at FunEmploymentRadio.com. There you go. (laughs) I'm not stoked about this, Greg. Not even joking aside, this is not show fodder. Oh, yeah, it is. Well, it is for you. Yeah, it's fantastic for me. And everyone else. Everyone else gets to share in this. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much to all of you who listen, and thank you to our wonderful sponsors, such as Asylum. Yeah. 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. Go in there. You can pick up a Fun Employment Radio t-shirt. You can pick up a Geek in the City t-shirt, and you can pick up amazing, awesome, awesome things, including fantastic vintage furniture. You can make your place look awesome, courtesy of them. Yes, you can. Asylum, they know what they're doing. Plus, they have amazing sunglasses. I actually walked by there yesterday after they had closed. Didn't Anton put some sunglasses aside? He did. I'm saving. I need to. I, I I need to get the bank account a little bit increased before I can okay. actually go and purchase them. But they got another new pair in there that I might ask, have to ask to set aside. Because I actually was like looking through the window, staring at them yesterday. Are you just having him set aside these sunglasses and then you're waiting in for hopes that someday I'll be able? To, like, <laughs> and they aren't even that expensive, but it's just like they're super cheap. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, I could get dinner tonight or buy sunglasses. Sometimes I pick sunglasses. Yeah. Just depends. Sometimes it's worth it. Yeah. Well, there you go. Go to Asylum, 37th and Hawthorne. Pay for the sunglasses. Also, uh, don't forget, you can subscribe. Please, uh, it's it's amazing when you do. Funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. Six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. But less than Netflix. Less than Netflix. Unique entertainment every day. 24 hours of programming of amazing, amazing programs right here on the network. And we're so grateful for all of you that uh, that can subscribe. And regardless, if you're listening, that's fantastic, too. Yes, so spread the word. You. Spread the word about us. You know, we always post about when the show's up. You can retweet that. We're at Funemp Radio. F-U-N-E-M-P radio or at Greg Nibbler at Sarah X Dillon you know follow us on Twitter Facebook like us on there all those things help out tremendously so thank you so much I'm gonna play some old school rap as soon as we wrap up to try and get in the mood for tomorrow what I shudder to know what your definition of old I'm gonna play some Eazy-E oh yeah what are you playing of Eazy-E I'm gonna play uh, Boys in the Hood all right. Okay. All right. I, I accept this. All right. Oh, All right. I'm so glad. Thank you. There we go. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. Be back tomorrow. <laughs> Show starting a little bit later than normal, but right here, funemploymentradio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. <laughs>